What up, guys? This is Undercover Weebs, and we are back with another ARC review from One Piece. And today we are going to be covering, in my opinion, one of the funniest ARCs in all of manga, all of anime, Thriller Bark. And this actually is AK's personal favorite ARC. It's the and today, best ARC. It is. It's, it's really good. Not going to lie. And today we have our buddy Shane back again. Returning for the third time, you know? I think we'll, at, we'll see if third time's the charm and I get kicked out here. I was just going to say, I think at this point, you're just like, you're long for the ride for the rest of I them. mean, I respect that because I love this series so much. Yeah, dude. You're stuck with us now, at least for the one piece. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Dude. Can we just talk about right out the jump? How, like, Thriller Bark felt like it took peace in a different manga. Like, it, it was just not a part of One Piece. Like, everything about it was just so different compared to what we've had up until this point. I think Oda just decided that he wanted to have some fun with this one. And that's yeah. it. <laughs> like he's Oda just, decided to make a meme arc, but not actually make it a short arc. Like, long ring, long yeah. line. He's like, all right, let's make something canon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's like, I'm going to make a Halloween-themed long-ass arc. Right. Dude. And it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I don't know if this arc feels the most, like, human to me of the arcs. Like, I feel like this one just seems like Oda was really just having a good time, and it feels like he was just basically just... I don't know how to explain it. It just felt really human to me. Like, very relatable and funny. I don't know. There are a, a few things that are going to come up in, in uh, Thriller Bark that actually are s so much different than what I expected, but then he ends up doing exactly what he does every time anyways, uh, which I'll touch on when we get to it. But should we should we just, like, jump right into it then? Or do you guys have anything else you'd like to say? Well, I mean, we get we get one of the one of my favorite Straw Hats to join the crew, finally, in this yes, arc. Yes, indeed. I love that man so much. The addition of... Oh, Hummingbrook. Yep. All right, let's jump right into it then. So to start off this badass arc of Thriller Bark, rhyme intended and all, we see a bit of the Straw Hats uh, just enjoying their new amenities on the Thousand Sunny. They no longer have the Going Merry. And then I really appreciated that part of them showing how oh. interesting the Thousand Sunny is and how much, uh, like, Frankie really thought about this ship and put a lot of his uh, heart and soul into it. There are a mm -hmm. few things in this arc where you see just Frankie kind of flexing on us. Yeah. Uh, more yeah, than dude, once, actually. Him and Robin get a lot of time to shine in this arc, actually. After we see them uh, enjoying their new ship, Zoro wakes up and sees a barrel floating in the ocean, and they fish the barrel out of the sea and notice it's an offering to the sea god. And when they open the barrel, a big red light comes down from the sky. And they think that they've been spotted. So they head away in uh, a direction away from a storm because there's also a storm. And then the wind catches them. But then Frankie flexes on us again with using his, like, paddles, like, come out of the sides of the ship. And then they, like, paddle away just because that's a thing now. Yeah. Frankie's just ahead of the game, man. Yeah, so they're able to move against the wind, and they finally enter the Florian Triangle, which is da, da, da. has some lore behind it. No pirate ships like make it through, and you figure out later why no pirate ships make it through. 
Florian Triangle, man. Spooky. Kind of an ass pull, in my opinion. I mean, it's literally just a... <laughs> it's a, it's a spinoff of the Bermuda Triangle. It's right. exactly what it is. Uh, uh, actually, I appreciate it. Yeah. He's setting up the comedy yeah, right off the jump. Yeah. So, initially... Usopp thinks that they're already at Fishman Island because he's doesn't isn't even aware of the, that a Florian Triangle is a thing because he wasn't uh, part of that conversation with Kokoro because he wasn't part of the Straw Hats at that time. He after he learns that it's like a spooky place, he gets scared and puts on an Exorcist costume and tries to keep all the evil spirits away from him. Exorcist Usopp, the Exorcist. most powerful form of Usopp. Yes, exactly. Puts on his exorcist goddamn up, savage. Gets after it. So now, at this point, the Straw Hats can hear some uh, a song from coming from the mist, and then they see a, a yo, ghost ho, ship. Ho, 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 yeah, Binks Brew, dude. <laughs> oh, this part uh, cracks me yeah, the fuck up. They man. hear a song coming from the mist, and then a ghost ship shows up behind them. With the skeleton singing the Binks Brew song. And then Luffy being Luffy, you know, he's got to hop on that ghost ship. He's got to check it out. Yeah. And, I mean, I believe it's Sanji and Nami that go with him just to, like, keep him under control when he's on the other ship. Yeah. Because it's just what you got to do with Luffy. It's Luffy. Yeah. So on the ghost ship, they are greeted by the skeleton named brooke who is as he says he's he's a he's a self-proclaimed gentleman but then he immediately asks nami to see her panties <laughs> which doesn't seem very gentlemanly to me <laughs> no not at all but but i love luffy's reaction to this he's like this is the guy i need in my crew this is the yeah. energy we need yes <laughs> luffy sees an interesting person and he's like i gotta have him and uh, some question. He Luffy asked him some wacky questions, like he asked him if he can poop. Yep. <laughs> and then Sanji gets mad at Luffy and asks him like real questions, like why, what's going on with this ship? Why are you the only person on it? And then mm-hmm. before he even answers, Luffy just asks him to be part of the crew. And this is a part that I la- like. I literally, it wasn't even like funny, but I just laughed because I wasn't expecting it. That Brooke literally just said yes right away. <laughs> yeah. He was ready I, for it. He, he was like, I bet. Doesn't he just say, I would love to? Yeah. <laughs> so nonchalant. I remember reading that and I was just like, this isn't how it works. This isn't how One Piece works. You always have to go through some, a full arc before they finally, like. Well, arguably even a saga with Frankie. Yeah. Like, Luffy had to steal that man's pants and run him around town. With every with every arc though, it's like, or with every new character, you go through a full arc before they say they're gonna be on the Straw Hats. So that was I just thought it was funny that yeah he's like yeah I'm game. in right away. Dude, I love that introduction. One of the funniest. Like I don't know. It's honestly Brooks' intro right here is one of my favorite out of all the Straw Hats. I thought it was hilarious that it was just done in a great way. Yeah, Brooke is great. Fucking Brooke. Yeah, so then they all hop off the ghost ship and go back to the Mary where 
most of them are kind of a little bit irritated that Luffy just uh, just asked this random skeleton man who they've known for 30 seconds to be on his crew. But it's, it's something Luffy does. Is he did the same thing with Gaimon, but yeah, Gaimon declined. God damn it. Guy, who knows? Who knows, man? Gaimon could be Gaimon for Straw Hat, bro. Gaimon for Straw Hat, baby. Oh, Gaimon's hockey must have been insane, bro. His hockey was so strong, it scared away just, all yeah. of the Straw Hats. Yes, exactly. Oda knew he couldn't put him on the Straw Hats. Uh, after they get back onto the Straw Hat ship, they have a meal together, and Brooks or Brooke explains why he is a skeleton. And everything going on with his uh, devil what devil fruit what what's his devil fruit called? Uh, oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. Oh, it's the revive revive fruit, I think. Yeah, something like that. that something right. like that. But he doesn't really say uh, much much uh, more about that. Uh, Usopp sees he's like behind Brook. And he's being skeptical, and he notices that Brook doesn't have a shadow, and he also doesn't have a reflection. Mm. And Brook says that someone stole his shadow, and that he can actually not leave the Florian Triangle, because if he enters the sun, then he will disintegrate. That makes you wonder, like, okay, he's on the Straw Hats, but I doubt the Straw Hats are going to stay in the Florian Triangle forever, so... We're either leaving yeah. Brooke behind or we're going to go get his shadow back. Going to go get his shadow back, but how the hell are you get a shot? How the hell do you steal a shadow? He didn't even <laughs> tell you tell you how he lost it or anything. He just kind of said that he can't leave and that's what it is. And then they just kind of move on from that. And Brooke is starting to play a song, but then the Thousand Sunny gets captured at the gates of Thriller Bark. Let's go. And then... Dude, I- Oh, go ahead. I just remember being so confused about the whole shadow and the yeah, I was super thing. confused on that too. I was like, "What route is this gonna take?" I was kind of thinking it's gonna go some like supernatural way, and I was just like, "What is going on?" You never really know, especially in such a meme arc, right? Because <laughs> this... and it's kind of being set up to be like serious and scary mm-hmm. at this point, and then little do we know, this is just a comedy arc. <laughs> literally just a haunted house yeah it's great uh so after they get captured by the gates of or yeah by the gates of thriller bark brooke then like jumps off onto thriller bark and tells the straw hats that they should escape and leave and then he runs onto the island oh yeah he runs on water bro brooke's yeah. a savage yeah he runs right onto the island and then I was. This is where I was like, okay. Before we had the such an easy addition of of Brooke, literally just saying yes right away, and then I was like, okay, now maybe it's not going to be so easy. Mm-hmm. So then, like I said before we started it, it's still the classic Oda writing where you're going to get a full arc yep. before you get the actual addition of the character, right. But that's okay, because it's a great arc ahead of us, so... It is, and once we get to Brooke's backstory and him joining the crew... Oh! Yeah, it's amazing. I'm excited to get there. Alright, now, since since Brooke jumped off onto this island, I mean, Luffy's gonna follow him, because 
looks like a cool adventure. And, I mean, they're also trapped. And they decide that... Or uh, Frankie gives us a little bit more... Another flex with his, like, soldier system thing. Mm-hmm. And it shoots mm-hmm. out a mini version of the Mary. Let's go. Let's go. Frankie's the goat for that. The Mary lives on, bro. The Mary does Absolutely. live on. The mini Mary. So, at this point, the people that aren't on the mini Mary... So, the people that went on the Mini Mary were Nami, Usopp, and Chopper. And they got shot out, and they're on their way to Thurler Bark in the Mini Mary. And the rest of them get attacked by an invisible man. The weak trio, baby. The weak trio. I don't know why they said those three, but... It's just because they're the first three to jump into the Mary, I think. Oh, I think you're right. Now that I think of it. (laughs) That was not... (laughs) A smart trio to send out. No. Not at all. Because none of them can defend themselves. It was just... Yeah. They're all the the three weakest links. (laughs) So, yeah, they're attacked by this invisible thing. And they all kind of get bodied. And I believe it actually licks... um, Yeah, it licks licks Robin. No, it licks Robin. Oh, it licks Robin. Okay, okay, gotcha, yeah. Yeah, and then at the same time, Nami and Usopp and Chopper get the mini married to shore, and they're in a moat, and in this moat is a three-headed dog, Cerberus, <laughs> that chases them, and they run away because none of them can defend themselves against a giant three-headed dog. Dude, this is the start of what I really like about this arc is these three just getting scared and freaking out and running away from everything. And then when the other, like the rest of the crew gets on, they just beat everything's ass. (laughs) Yeah, just polar opposites. It just does such a good job of like showing their characters. It's so funny to me. Mm -hmm. So when they're running away from this three-headed dog, they run up a tree. And I mean, at the top of the tree, guess who's there? It's... A small vampire dude named Hilden. Hilden. Good old Hilden. Fucking Hilden. I kind of... When I was uh, reading over a little bit of it again today, I kind of forgot about Hilden, but he's kind of an interesting guy for sure. Ugly-ass little bat boy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Hilden asks them if they want to see the inhabitant of the island, which is... The one and only Dr. Hogback. And Dr. Dr. Hogback. Wow. And Chopper knows exactly who Dr. Hogback is because I guess he's a famous doctor. So Chopper knows the famous doctor stuff. So he gets excited and wants to get Hogback's autograph. Now he starts fucking simping over Hogback. And he talks (laughs) about how cool he is and they ride in the carriage and they're on their way to meet him. And then they see some spooky things outside, some creepy crawlies. <laughs> and this is where they see the trees and like the horse and that, like all that shit, right? Yeah. yeah. And Nami decide, <laughs> Nami and Usopp decide that hey, this is kind of kind of spooky. We should we should go back to the ship, and maybe get some stronger people, because probably a a great idea. Yeah. The the weak trio is not uh, not the highest in their fighting capabilities. I wouldn't say, no. but they are smart and they keep a level head. They make good decisions. Some most but, of the, sometimes uh, sometimes two of the three do. Yeah, yeah. 
So Nami tells uh, Hilden that they want to go back. So Hilden gets out of the carriage to tell the I don't even know who that to like turn around. But instead of turning around, they're just sitting there for like 10 minutes and they don't move. And they get out and realize, hey, Hilden's not here and neither are the horses. (laughs) I thought that was so funny. They're just sitting there for 10 minutes like, hey, we're not moving. What's happening? Just left their ass there. Everyone's gone. They're just terrified too, just scared as shit. They end I mean they end up going to Hogback's mansion anyways after running around for a little bit, but they do. Uh so initially they start to panic and they see a bunch of zombies and they unfortunately have to fight, but then Usopp hits them with a special attack. I be- I believe it was a fire attack, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. And he scares off the zombies. And they run away, but the zombies still chase them. Mm-hmm. The brave trio then reaches the mansion. And that mansion is owned by Dr. Hogback. And they knock on the door and they're confronted by a nice young woman with some stitches on her face named Sindri. Sindri! And My girl! I love Sindri because I- right away... <laughs> She just throws plates at him. Yeah. At Usopp. <laughs> Dude, she just hates plates, man. I respect. Yeah, no, she... Yeah, yeah. She, uh, what was the... I can't remember the exact reason she hates plates. It had to do something with, like, her old lover or something hating plates. Yeah, uh, I don't remember uh, exactly. She, she, like, tested this guy's, like love to her like devotion to her by breaking like all of his like famous plates and then he like left her i think and then she got super pissed <laughs> that's what it was yeah that's such a <laughs> fucking sindri so dumb so love it uh then dr hogback shows up and tells sindri hey stop throwing plates at these guys like there's not not really any reason <laughs> to throw plates at them and Dr. Hogback invites him to stop in and uh, stay for dinner. And even though things around there are hella sus, they take his invitation anyway since Chopper is still simping. And He's simping so hard, bro. Talk about red flags. Honestly, oh, literally, red flags. The whole you literally get a Frankenstein bitch to open the door for you and you just, all right, yeah, this is normal. She's got mm-hmm. stitches everywhere and it's ah. fucked. Yeah, it's fine. Just don't ask questions. Yeah, so they're, like, gonna stay there for the night, and for some reason, Nami takes a bath, and when she's in the bath, she's, like, talking to Usopp and Chopper that she thinks uh, Hogback is quite sus. And then all of a sudden, in the shower, she's attacked by an invisible guy, and Usopp shoots another one of his special attacks, but he just breaks the wall and nothing happens to the invisible guy. Dude, Nami was really about to get busted down. Usopp saved the fucking day. <laughs> no cap. Honestly. Yeah, he did. So at oh, this man. point, we check in with the other members of the Straw Hat crew down at the Thousand Sunny. And they've pulled they've been pulled ashore by a giant web. And they come across the Mini Mary, but no Usopp, no Nami, no Chopper. So, what are, what to do then? I mean, 
Might as well go exploring. Hell yeah. When you got Luffy on your squad, what else is there to do, right? Dude, and you right? just have all the goats in one place. Like, mm-hmm. who the fuck's going to mess with them? No. Yeah, they're, they're not losing a fight. Exactly. And the first thing they come across when they're in, when they, because they're t- going down the same path as, as, uh, Nami and Usopp and Chopper, they come across a Cerberus. And instead of running away or beating it up regularly, Luffy tames it. By beating its ass. Yeah, by beating its ass, I guess. I fucking love that part. <laughs> it's like cuts to Luffy riding it. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Oh, man. It's not the only, like, wild creature that Luffy just tames by beating its ass. Happens more than once, actually. The Kung Fu Dugongs? Hell yeah. The the Kraken in Fishman Island? Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. Dude, Luffy's just got a way with animals, man. Yeah, he just got to beat the shit out of it. Yeah. (laughs) Shows him who's boss and then just becomes homies. Mm Mm-hmm. So, at this, I think it was either. No, I don't think that's till later. Okay, so again, we check in on the tree, the other, the the weak trio, who are continuing to explore the mansion after their mishap before. And Nami walks into a secret room that just has a bunch of pictures of Sindri. And she finds out that Sindri was an actress who died ten years ago. Yep, and then they are chased by more zombies and weird things from inside the in the mansion, and they accidentally stumble into Doctor Hogback's lab, which is like a secret passageway. Isn't it like behind the fireplace or something? Yeah, I believe it was behind this fireplace. So that (laughs) that part was actually so funny. There was some pretty creative like zombie things in there. Like, the bear rug just turned out to be a huge monster. Shit was clown. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, there's, like, it looked like a bunch of taxidermized stuff, but it was just yeah. all actually zombies. It's just, so, it's just a course, big haunted house. the weak house, trio though. stumbles upon it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, because this is if this is anyone else or if they have, like, an actual strong person with them, like, this is not going to be an issue whatsoever. No. If, if oh, no. literally Zoro or someone had gone with them from the start, this would have played out so much differently. Mm-hmm. Literally yeah. any of the remaining members, if and maybe not Frankie, because Frankie's just, I feel like he's kind of gullible. Frankie, give him a unlimited cola, and he's unlimited fine. Unlimited cola, he's unstoppable, but... Bro, Frankie would just figure out Sindri's backstory and start crying. True. That would. That's what Frankie would <laughs> that do. That is what he would do. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. Too bad we didn't get to see that. What a shame. What a shame. That would have been hilarious. Mm-hmm. So, at the same time, Luffy's squad uh, comes across the same ghosts as they saw earlier, uh, which have the ability to make someone depressed temporarily when they get f- when they when the ghost flies through the person. Dude, that is such an OP power. Yeah. Well, because if you are anyone well, but Usopp, bro. Okay, yeah. spoilers. If you are anyone, okay, dude. That literally, you could kill anybody with that fucking power. That devil fruit. Oh my god, so OP. I love that. Uh, that whole Usopp encounter, though. 
Dude, I just love I love that whole Perona shtick, man. Like, I, yeah. I I'm just a slug. I wish I was never born. Yeah. Everyone is just fucking on the crowd. <laughs> and then like it happens to Zoro, and then Sanji's like, quit being dramatic. <laughs> and like Sanji gets hit with it. And then, yeah. God, that shit's so funny. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so uh that's like around the same time, then they walk uh, into a graveyard. And this is the funniest shit ever. Oh, yeah. This is fucking so goddamn A zombie <laughs> crawls out of the ground from its grave, and Luffy just walks up to it and pushes it back <laughs> down into the grave. This has got to be one of my favorite panels from... Oh, one yeah. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't say anything. He just walks up There, there are no back. words. <laughs> Dude, he's just so intrigued. <laughs> he just nonchalantly shoves him back down. God. And that zombie's so pissed off. The God, zombie's just like, great. what the fuck, man? You don't like... do that, man! Oh, man. Yeah, so th- then they that's when they're in the graveyard and they come up across all the same zombies that the uh, weak trio came across before and they beat him up. And then Luffy finds out that they were chasing Usopp and Nami, and they beat him up again. And then they leave the graveyard and come across a guy who has lost his shadow just like Brooke did. <laughs> but this is this is the time that Luffy thinks this is an act, like another zombie, so he's like, ah, a zombie. Yep. The old man's like, no. <laughs> No, uh, not a zombie. An, it's just an, an old, old man guy. covered in bandages. Luffy, it's clearly a zombie. And then they actually come across <laughs> fucking old, old guy. Man. Yeah. God damn it. That's, that's so hard. good. Uh, yeah. So fucking funny. So this is where we get uh, a little bit of a understanding of how people, how how you get your your shadow taken. Or not really how, but that who does it. Who? Yeah, Gecko Moria, one of the seven warlords of the sea, is doing this. God. He has a bounty that's even higher than Luffy. But I I kind of found it weird because I didn't realize that warlords had bounties. They get um, frozen once they become a warlord. That makes sense. So it's basically just kind of trying to show like their bounty would be a lot higher than it is if they never became a warlord. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So, after we figure out that uh, one of the warlords is on the island, we cut back to the mansion where the trio is looking in at Hogback's lab. There's some sex, a little bit of sketchy stuff going on in there. And yeah. then they get pushed into the lab by a zombie samurai named Ryuma. Oh, snap! Our boy Ryuma, Ryuma. what a walking legend. Mm -hmm. And then we get our first clue on what's going on with these zombies when Ryuma asks Nami to see your panties. (laughs) Who else did we hear ask someone to see their panties? For some reason, this didn't catch us for like, this is like Brooke's shadow. I thought this was just going to be the meme of the island. Was everyone was just or the meme of the arc was everyone was just gonna ask to see Nami's panties for whatever reason? I was like, Oda, what are you doing, <laughs> my guy? Dude, that's fair. I kind of thought the same thing to be honest. 
was I, like, I, I respect the new meme, but I'm at the yeah, same time. I was like a little happening. bit, a little bit skeptical of what was going on there with the whole panties thing going on. <laughs> Come on, Oda. I no, that's this just was a PG that's just show. Brooks meme. Don't don't worry. Yeah, that is Brooks thing. So yeah, you Bro. get a little bit of intuition there. Bro, and then you get that sick scene where Ryuma just like walks past them. Yeah, oh, yeah. and he just bodies them all. They don't even know. Yeah, he awesome. they he's already on the other side, and they're like, "Well, what was that?" And then they all fall. Yeah, they that's all... such an anime trope. <laughs> yeah, it is, dude. I'm not gonna lie, I fucking love that trope. For some reason, every time it, it happens, crazy, I'm just like, "That is so sick." Every I'll name it the Kingdom Come, but it's a great trope. Then the clock hits midnight, and in the graveyard, the invisible guy is telling like all these soldiers to get up. And that that guy finally reveals what he looks like by being not invisible anymore, and he's got his he's got like a a leopard face, and his name is Absalom. Absalom. Or no, it's a lion face. Oh, I I really didn't get Absalom's whole deal. Why did he look like that, man? So weird. I think well, he's he's a zombie, wasn't he? Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. They just put, I think they just put random shit together for all the zombies, because, like, why keep, why would you, I don't understand that part, like, why would you stitch a bunch of other shit together when you could just leave it in the form it already was? Because Hogback's a fucking psycho. Hogback is a fucking psycho. And I know, like, Absalom was, like, sewed together with different, like, animal parts, too, not just the lion face. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on, or a lot of people that are sewed together with a bunch of different yeah, parts. They just take a lion arm here and an elephant foot there, mm-hmm. figure it out somehow. Elsewhere, there's a bunch of uh, those ghosts head towards the tower behind the Hogback's mansion. And we see, then we cut to a girl who is refusing to talk to a zombie because it is not cute enough. Come on, Perona will not talk to things that aren't cute. What and... is that? What is the zombie's name? Where she's like, "Don't talk. You're not cute when you talk." I don't remember what the name was, but I just <laughs> remember clowning over it. Yeah. And then in another part of the tower, we see a few zombies uh, wake up Gecko Moria, and then at the top of the tower, a huge black sheet comes down, and it's revealing that. That's not really a sheet. It's like the it's the sail. This is a giant oh, yeah. ship. The biggest ship in the world. I remember seeing that on, like for the first time. I was like, oh my god, Oda's crazy. Because like, of course, it would make sense that there would be like a big, big enough ship that someone would want to live out in the sea, especially with how much water there is. Mm-hmm. But this thing is just That's, insane. It's massive. Way yeah, bigger huge. than what I would have thought. Yeah, dude, this thing is, this ship is fucking gigantic. And of Just, course, like, out of all the people who could have such a badass ship, it's fucking Moria. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, I mean. Moria. Dude, can we just talk about how when his, like, silhouette was shown, how fucking weird he looked? I, I, no I, I was just going to say, like. he's such a weird looking mother trucker, like. I hate his character design so much. I also really dislike his character design. Dude, like, his... every time he was on the screen, I wanted to skip past. Is he a fucking human? I'm pretty sure. I think so. Why the fuck does he yeah. look like that? 
I don't know, bro. He looks weird. God, he is fucking long ass oval head. I don't know. He has like no chin, whole lot of neck. Weird ass dude. He's an ugly mouth. Weird bottom, like two inches of legs. Yeah, bro. Mm. <laughs> Why, he's, Oda? He's Why not... did you design this man he's... like this? Oda's just memeing this art, guys. Don't pay too close attention to what's going on. <laughs> so then, so then, uh, we get to see Absalom waking up a few more, uh, like general zombies. So they're like higher class ones, and he's telling them to hunt for the straw hats. And after they leave, Absalom is confronted by Lola, who is a giant warthog zombie, and she's trying to. Force Absalom to be your husband. Lola equals best girl. Mm-hmm. Good old Lola. So then Absalom, since Absalom took a liking to Nami, denies Lola, although he would have d- denied her either way. Mm-hmm. So Lola vows that she's going to go and take out Nami. <laughs> oh, I love that part. Just yeah. for like comes up later just god damn it so great so then the luffy group get into a short scuffle with some zombies uh as they enter the mansion who they beat very fast but the thing is where did sanji go oh snap. sanji's just Dun. gone so then they cut to walking through a forest and there's squirrel zombies carrying some coffins and they trip and fall and they drop a coffin that has chopper in it and he wakes him up and then he wakes up the other ones and they realize that they're not actually in a forest but they're in Perona's special garden and more zombies show up including a specific penguin that has a dog face and the other zombies proceed to attack Nami, but the dog-faced penguin defends Nami. Yeah, this is where I started putting it together. Uh-huh. I was like, wait a second. This, I was like, we lose Sanji. Right away, we get someone that is exactly has Sanji's outlook and ethics, saying that he'd never hurt a lady. And he only uses kicks. Yes, he does only use kicks, too. Dude, that penguin dog midget thing is a demon. That thing actually goes hard. He's ugly as fuck, though. Yeah. Yeah, so then at this point, Lola shows up and is going to fight Nami. But then Nami is lifted away by (laughs) Absalom and runs away. But then Nami uses her clam attack and shocks Absalom. And she runs away with... Usopp and uh, Chopper, but then Lola runs after him. And dude, Lola does not fuck around. That chick means fucking <laughs> business. Yeah, that is dude, for she sure. She goes hard. So she's chasing after them, and then Absalom tries to get the other zombies to attack. The penguin says no, and then the penguin gets blasted by Absalom. And at the same time that this goes down, we learn that Zoro is missing now, too. Dun, dun. Another one. Another one. They're all 
something's happening and it's spooky because when they disappear their persona shows up somewhere else so dude the monster trio's falling one by one they're being replaced huh? by weird ass animal creatures so at this point luffy decides that he's gonna put on this suit of armor that he found okay that part was fucking hilarious yeah <laughs> And what's up with Luffy and trying to put on armor and shit, man? Like he likes God. armor, dude. Although I feel like armor would not work very well with his devil fruit ability. Not at all. No, because <laughs> like not in the slightest. Armor is pretty stiff, you know, and can't really move around with armor, like stretch and shit. But right, whatever. So they come into a huge room full of tents and. Frankie and Robin are ambushed by one of the general zombies and Frankie pounds it but then the knight keeps getting up and then more of the general zombies appear. One of them runs off and seals off the way they came from and then they battle and they try to get out and Frankie discovers that these zombies are... uh, their weaknesses they have a weakness to fire and they're putting it out with the bucket of water oh do you remember that meme they're they're just running around with like a bunch of buckets just putting themselves out don't we find out here that they have a weakness to salt yeah that's in a little bit oh it's in a little bit okay i thought for some reason when do we get to see the zombie use the 36 pound can it's right here and it's right yeah Yeah. okay okay gotcha gotcha. luffy sees the zombie general jigoro Use Zoro's 36 pound cannon, which is who are we missing now? Zoro. Oh. And what happens? Somebody's using this shit. Oh, snap. What's happening? What's going on, folks? Bum, bum, bum. So here, Spooky. Frankie and Robin are able to escape onto a bridge, but then they realize Luffy's been taken captive. Uh, by the zombies and is being transported to the tower so they need to run after him but then they're stopped by a giant spider monkey thingy whatever the hell that monstrosity is yeah dude that thing was fucking terrifying yeah that thing was ugly and scary man i don't care what anyone says that thing freaked me out that was i give mad props to oda though for making or drawing that it's definitely the spookiest thing in one piece up to this point I, or up to any point the spookiest looking thing wait bro is this what fucking uh frankie builds the bridge yeah i, it's, I think like, it's coming off here pretty quick yeah. <laughs> yeah. he literally like the bridge fortnite keeps... builds across yeah <laughs> uh, that's why frankie just keeps continues to keep flexing on us in this arc <laughs> Dude, like he's like starts leveling it. And he it's like a perfect bridge, and he mm-hmm. builds it in like ten seconds. I love it. <laughs> and everyone else is like, "Wait, yeah, that was really crazy." It had like stone pillars across it. Yeah, like, <laughs> God, bro, he's just flexing on us. He's built different, man. Mm-hmm. So back on the Thousand Sunny, we see Perona and uh, some other Zambies trying to scavenge the 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 Sunny. And Hilden shows up and tells her that Luffy's been captured and that they're planning out to bring, planning to bring out Zombie 900. Oh, snap. That's a big boy. 
That's a, yeah, that is a big boy. Mm-hmm. So then in Perona's Wonder Garden, Nami is finally cornered by Lolo the Warthog zombie. And she is able to convince Lola that she's a man. Yeah. I was laughing so hard at this part. This is so dumb. <laughs> Navi just absolutely played her, bro. Absolutely finessed. And I then love it. Nami tells her that uh, she has to go after Absalom if she wants to marry him. Mm-hmm. So that, and Nami just gives solid advice. Mm-hmm. So then she leaves and goes after Absalom again, who's then seen in Perona's room with Kumashi. Maybe that's the name of the the ugly one. Kumashi. I think I think it might be like the big <laughs> yeah. stuffed animal looking one. Yeah. And it's revealed that Lola was going after Absalom, and the others ran away, and they're hiding in the stuffed animal. This part was so fucking funny. Inside of it. That's so like, weird. I know, and like the stuffed <laughs> animal's like covering its mouth to like not make a noise because Perona keeps saying, like, don't talk. Yeah. You're not cute when you talk. <laughs> yeah. So it, he doesn't want to tell her that they're inside of him. That part was fucking cloud. It was working <laughs> so perfectly because it was. They didn't want him to talk anyways, so it was beautiful. So then we go back to the bridge, and Robin and Frankie are cornered by the generals. And then this is where Frankie smashes the bridge, and then they fall. And Robin gets a little bit of a power up here. Oh, is this when she flies? Yeah, she yeah. flies for a few seconds, and uses her she uses her power to make like wings. And then yeah, Frankie right. launches his arm and grabs his ledge. But the spider monkey is on the still out there. So, sud but suddenly a weird noise is heard and Brooke falls out of the sky, with uh with the zombie general, with the uh, with the giant spider monkey. It's the same attack that Ryuma did to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Straw Hats in the beginning. I love it. Just walks by him, slices his shit. Yeah, I will say at this point... You talk about a fucking trope, bro. It's like once he closes the sword, the blood sp- like spurts, too. Yeah, it's so fast that they can't even see it, you know? Even though mm. he's not even like the even close to being the best swordsman on the straw hat, he still right. has got that overpowered best swordsman move, you know? Yeah. So then that uh, spider monkey shooting webs out of his hand and moving towards him, and Robin uses her devil fruit and slaps him in the eyes and he brings his hands to his eyes and gets the web in them and then frankie takes his iron nunchucks and puts them together uh and combines them with stone columns and starts hitting them hitting the spider monkey dude he hits him so many fucking times yeah he does he really gets to whack in that thing so just as it's looking like they're gonna win robin is attacked by spider mice zombies and Frankie turns to help, but he's caught in the web, in the web that uh, the spider monkey web thing. The spider monkey thingy is in pain, and this is where, just like Ryuma, it uh, it didn't even realize that it attacked him. All of the other zombies are just absolutely horrified that their leader was defeated, so they all run away. And then Frankie asks Brooke what's going on, and Brooke tells him about Hogback. And how he gathers bodies and fixes them up. 
and puts some puts life back into him with Moria's help. And at this point, we still don't know how the hell Moria is doing this, but we finally realize that he's using his Devil Fruit ability. And the what's Shadow what's, Shadow Fruit? Oh, is that what it is? The Shadow Shadow yep. Fruit. I couldn't remember the exact name of it. Dude, kind of an OP fruit. Not gonna honestly. Lie. Especially since, like, if they're in the if the person is in the sun afterwards and they just like disintegrate, yeah, that kind of seems overpowered. Yeah, yeah it's dude. really overpowered, except for how like he's using it because he still needs them alive. Mm-hmm. Right, dude. All you need to do is somehow get the shadow of like a big player and just put someone oh. who's skilled, like put like fucking Zoro in Kaido's body, and then boom, the fire. Could you imagine if Moria got, like, Kaido's shadow? Yeah, dude, it'd be fucked. It's such Over. an OP fruit, actually. Like, if you were to use that sneak, stain some shadows, dude, you would be a demon. Yeah, I mean, it. a lot of the devil fruits in One Piece would be overpowered if you knew how to use them, right? True. Moria fucking Very true. Mm-hmm. So, we also figure out that here, that the zombies that they get the shadows putting into them are or like gain the same personality and combat styles as the shadow that is of the person that is taken from but the personality like fades over time so this is where we find out that the zombies have a weakness which is salt because oh that's right salt is from the sea and their power is devil fruit based so you know, the, makes sense. The salt gives the shadow back to its owner, and then we figured that's where we figured out a way to get it get shit figured out. Yeah, get the shadows back, Thanks, sir. Dude, Brooke is fast as fuck. Bro, he's just so light. He can move so fast. There's like a SBS where Oda ranks who would place where if the Straw Hats did a hundred yard dash, and Brooke was in first place. Fun fact. Well, do they have to run because Luffy could just like throw his Full arm shot, out a hundred yards, and I think I think Luffy might still be able to take that, dude. Or Sanji. Sanji's got. I mean, that's his whole thing is his legs. So like, Sanji could fucking boom. Can we all agree? Nami would take last place. I would like to. I would like to raise an objection and say Chopper. But mm. Chopper could go into like like oh uh, uh, no he can go he can definitely go yeah. yeah I forgot about that or he could just turn into his fucking big beast one and just fall over that is true <laughs> and everyone's not disqualified just from there and he can walk to the end <laughs> god damn it fucking yeah. Oda so after we get all the explanation of what's going on with Gecko Moria we get to see what he looks like and all that and we see Perona. That Kumashi, that dumb-looking thing that has Usopp and Nami and Chopper inside of it, Absalom and Dr. Hobb back with, with Sindri in this big room, and Gekko Moria is on his throne. And Moria reveals that he wants to be the Pirate King, but Shut doesn't the like... the fuck up, Moria. You the... can't look like that and be the fucking Pirate King. No shit. <laughs> he can definitely not look like that and be the Pirate King. He looks like a throwaway character. Just how he looks. Honestly. He's he's a interesting looking guy, that's for sure. 
AK, if you were a fucking One Piece character, you'd be Moria. Don't even say that. That's so <laughs> I'm mean. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Too far, too far. That was a joke. That, was a that joke. hurt. That really hurts. <laughs> Bro, hey, I'm kidding. Wow. That was too far. That was too far. Cool. Man. Oh, damn. Gosh, you really hit me where it hurts. I'm just kidding. After he reveals that he wants to be the Pirate King, Luffy's like, no, I'm going to be the Pirate King. And then he yep. proceeds to eat himself out of a steel yep. cage. He ate the steel cage. <laughs> Like, Dude, what? I totally forgot about that. Like, huh? <laughs> this is the only time I think he does it, too. Yeah. Yeah. So then Perona sends out her ghosts who turn all the people negative, and Gecko Moria is taking Luffy's shadow, and then Nami and Usopp and Chopper are just watching this from the inside of that, like, stuffed or, like, the teddy bear looking thing. His shadow is removed, and Luffy. Loses consciousness, and Moria says that he Moria mentions one. he was once defeated yeah. by Kaido in the New World. Oh, is this the first mention of Kaido? Um, have we got mention of the four emperors yet? Because if think... if we did, he would have been name dropped then. But this might have been the first one. I don't because I think it's think... after this that we get four emperors dropped. Yeah, I think it is. I can't remember. Well, no, we would have we would have gotten it after post Annie's lobby or in post Annie's lobby because remember with the new world, they talked about the four emperors that rule the new world. We didn't get names. We don't know who Big Mom is. Oh, did we not get any names? I don't oh, think so. Big Mom. Yeah, who is that? No, Big we don't know that yet. Not for another twenty chapters. Interesting. So this is the first time that Kaido's just casually. Mm-hmm. I think I but think I it think. is. I really think it is. So yeah, it probably is. Man, can I just can I just say right now, who the fuck did Moria think he was challenging Kaido? Are you kidding me? <laughs> the fuck was that? This man Moria? better have had some god tier crewmates on his side. For that, real, Jesus. That was definitely some small brain moves going on there for sure. God damn, that's not a smart move there, Moria. Not a smart move. Not at all. So You know, he turned tail and ran. Yeah. Before they leave with uh with Luffy's shadow, the spider mice come in and inform them that the giant spider monkey has been defeated. Woo! So then the spider mice trap Luffy and go down the stairs, taking him to the Thousand Sunny, because that's what Moria does with the with the people. He Sends him off to sea in the Florine Triangle without their shadows. Smart. Yeah. yeah. They like... can't leave and you can't kill him, so it's a good mm-hmm. move. He's actually in the perfect spot to, like, take advantage. Yeah. Except for then, like, they have to stay with it. Like, you'd almost want them to not be close to you because then they wouldn't, like, come back to try to take it back but Dude, that is true why didn't he just I mean, do the digital dash i mean he is on a ship like it's kind of like i won't say that uh it it's just kind of floating out there you know he's just kind of vibing can't find i don't him think he, he really out. i don't think he can choose where that ship goes to be honest but, uh, I'm, I'm saying like say luffy zoro sanji get kicked out here how are they gonna find their way back true it's gonna it's gonna be really difficult to organize and and to come back and mm-hmm. square up. So it's not a bad strat for Moria, but it's not a great one either. 
you're right. You could definitely think of something better than that. You could just kick, like, once you got their shadows, you could just kick them out and then dip. And then they're stuck in the Florian Triangle and they can't leave because they'll burn up. That is yes, true. Sir. So after they are, they're bringing them back to the Sunny. And then Absalom, however, is concerned about Brooks because Brooke knows how to how to take the shadows back. But Perona doesn't know anything about him. And Moria isn't bothered by whatever. So he orders three of his zombies to open the door to the freezer where zombie 900 is is, is seen and stored. Yeah, this is one big bitch right this here. This is a large <laughs> zombie. Here we have Frankie and Robin running back to the sunny, uh, looking for others on the way. And Brooke is... Brooke finds Ryuma in Hogback's lab. And in the tunnel of the freezer, all the leaders of the Thriller Bark are excited because in this in this freezer, there is a giant known as Ors, who's like a... Ors, the continent polar. Yeah, he's a one of the best giant warriors. Yeah, one of the biggest giants of all time. Mm-hmm. And this is the this is the body that they're gonna put Luffy into. Kind of genius, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, pretty fucking genius. Luffy's got some fighting skill. I will say Moria is smart in who he puts into what body. He's yeah. not just throwing any any random soul into any body. At least he's putting like good souls into good bodies and like mm. managing it that way. Yeah, dude, because Ors of fucking Luffy's shadow is a gangster. Uh-huh. And after he puts Luffy's shadow in there, he just, Im- the, the Ors immediately requests for food. And then yeah. they have to go get, this is so dumb. Meat! Meat! <laughs> ribs. Oh, it's so dumb. So then here we have Nami and Usopp and Chopper. They finally fall out of that bear thing and they're found but that yeah that's with the with the yelling of for food they're able to run off and they go down the stairs and then Usopp and Chopper have a bunch of explosions around them and Absalom gets Nami and turns both of them invisible and runs away All right. this is when fucking this is when Usopp makes uh, wakes him up right yeah when they get back to the ship yeah after they it does some they do some things with uh, ores here first. So they have him bring a bunch of food to eat. And then they all watch in shock as he just confu- consumes all the food on Thriller Bark and still wants more. Just classic Luffy moves <laughs> right here. Absolutely. Just a big-ass fucking Luffy right here. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mordio's trying to like convince ores that he's one of his minions but then ors is like i'm gonna be the pirate king and then breaks out of the freezer and while this is going down uh frankie and usopp and chopper and nami or not nami uh and robin uh run back down the stairs and go to the ships and absalom is preparing to marry nami at the same time that's right that's right mm-hmm. so then in the lab uh ryumo or Ryuma, Ryuma <laughs> reminds Brooke of what what happened last time. He was he was there, and then they fight, and then 
the rest of the Straw Hats reach the ship uh, where they find that Perona took all their shit and Luffy and Sanji and Zoro are there. And then Frankie beats him in the head a few times and nothing happens. And then no Usopp lies saying a beautiful lady swordsman has just arrived with a ton of meat. <laughs> a beautiful lady? And swordsman. all three. Meat. They all just wake up. Dude, I love it. So fucking funny. You just gotta hit them where it counts and they'll all be awake. God tier humor, Oda. God tier. So, then they're all, I mean, now they're really shit out of luck. They gotta go get their own shadows back, and as well as Brooks. The situation is explained, and Frankie that reveals that Brooke was a member of the crew that promised Laboon 50 years ago Laboon. that they were gonna go, that they would return to Reverse Mountain after going all the way around line. Again, I said it last week. Oda threw stuff in in the very beginning. It's like you're not you're not gonna understand this now, but you're gonna love this in like two hundred chapters. Yes, I love the backstory of what goes on with with uh, Brooke. Dude, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It is such genius writing. It's on a different level. Uh, you, you just don't expect it at all. I you get the... never expected anything to come up with Laboon. Yeah. And then I, have... I thought that was a one and done. This random whale is going into this mountain, headbutting this mountain. When Brooke is fighting with Ryuma, he thinks about the boon, and his heart is in pain, although he doesn't have a heart. And he always makes dumb jokes like that, like, <laughs> though I have none. Yeah, it's classic Brooke uh, making dumbass jokes. Love so much. Skeleton jokes. Uh, and he said that, uh, even though without his heart, uh, the boon would not recognize him if he didn't have his afro. I love that. I fucking actually love that. Brooks, ha- Brooks' hair follicles go all the way into his goddamn skull. Mm-hmm. It's just built different. That man has hair of fucking steel. Very much so. And since Luffy now knows that Brooke is the guy that Laboon is waiting for, that means Luffy has to try even harder to get Brooke onto his crew. So you better be damn well sure that he's going to end up on that crew. <laughs> so then they work on their counterattack, and Luffy said, like, he's just going to go beat up Moria and then look for their shadows. And yeah, Nami leaves. No, Wait, he, no leaves. he leaves Nami up to Sanji. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, who else? <laughs> better to go hey, yo, get simp, than, go get the woman yeah this is the smartest move they could have done unlike in uh last in any's lobby when they sent khalifa or they sent sanji after khalifa <laughs> that was a very small brain move this yeah, however this one, is a very large brain move you know, yes this they, one was good they made their mistake they learned from it they're like all right so then uh usopp and frankie are gonna go help uh brooke and Zoro also goes with them. And before everybody leaves, Usopp gives everyone salt so then they can release the shadows. Yep. So while this is going down, Ors has climbed the mast of Thriller Bark because he's not he's not gonna be tamed by anything. It may have seemed like a smart idea to put Luffy's shadow in this giant's body, but 
it keeps, really keeps a little bit too that. much of the personality there. <laughs> and fucking Ors, man. Bro. Ors is goaded. So then here Hilden reports to Moria that all the straw hats are awake and they're destroying all the zombies. And at the same time Absalom's wedding is getting going. And Perona says she's gonna take care of everyone. And Hogback requests to be second ma- second in command. And here Luffy, Sanji, Usopp, Robin, and Chopper are taking the upper bridge uh, to where Moria is located. Sanji, Luffy and Sanji get hit with the negative ghosts. And Ors comes crashing down into everything. Uh, taking Sanji and Usopp down with them to the lower bridge where Zoro and Frankie are. And then they're attacked. They attack. They attack this thing that they think is a wall, yeah. and it's it's just ors. It's just it's ors. the giant because the giant fell off. So here, big boy ors. Yeah, big boy ors making big boy plays. Dude, he's fucking gigantic. He's fucking huge. So the remaining ones up top, who are Luffy and Robin and Chopper, uh, continue towards Moria. And they find Dr. Hogback along the way. And Chopper is going to take on Hogback. Since, you know, they're both doctors. And Luffy's going to go ahead. And Robin stays behind to fight Sindri. And Chopper, being just like having his own outlook on being a doctor, says that Hogback is no longer a doctor. He's just taking back that PhD. Mm -hmm. He's a fucking psychopath. Although Hog, Hog, Hogback is such a fucking stupid character, no cap. There's a lot of stupid characters in One Piece, but there's just as many good characters that make up for it. That is true. When Ors stands up, it uh, strikes some fear in Sanji and Zoro and Frankie, and they panic a little bit. Uh, but Ors doesn't even doesn't even see him, and he makes a hat out of the mansion. Mm-hmm. What a hey. fucking dumb thing. Can't be straw hat Luffy without, without a hat. Yeah, but you know? it's not straw, it's mansion. Mansion hat oars. And then uh they they panic about the fact that the bridge is broken, but then they realize that Frankie already built a new one. This is a Oh, this is where it happens. Okay, yeah, this okay. is where he gets the super speed build bridge. Frankie building. Fortnite bridge so across. Fortnite basically just stole everything from One Piece. That's what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Kind of what I'm thinking, man. Fortnite was actually purely based off of Frankie. Now now I know how the meta of Fortnite evolved. Someone was just reading One Piece one day, got to Thriller Bark, and was like, hold on. Mm-hmm. We can do this in the game. Yep. And it's at it's this point. from there. When they go across the bridge, it's at this point they they find Perona in her room, and she we, we figure out what Devil Fruit he has, or she has. It's a ghost ghost fruit. And it it sends negative spirits through the body of the person, so then they get all sad and depressed, and they are defenseless. So OP. So then she orders the zombies to go after them, uh, but then they're destroyed by Usopp's salt star, and Perona sends ghosts through them, through Usopp, but have no effect. And it's just hilarious. <laughs> Because Usopp is like, he's already really negative and depressed. So it's not going to have any effect on him. Being negative, 
No one's better at being negative, negative than, than me. me. <laughs> <laughs> That's Never have I related to a character more, bro. Mm-hmm. And he makes... Get... <laughs> the, for the first time, Usopp, like, nuts up a little bit and tells everyone else to go on and that he's going to take on someone. Like, wow, that's not something Usopp does. Dude, this is a huge fight for them to win, because Perona could really fuck shit up if fucking Usopp... Usopp's the only one that's going to Bro, down Usopp right gets in her head, bro. Yeah, yeah, he does. So, then we see uh, Absalom about to kiss Nami, who's still unconscious. But then we cut back to Perona sending more ghosts to Usopp, and... The, because it doesn't reverse effect. Yeah, it, because it's not working, it makes Perona sad and depressed. Mm-hmm. So dumb. Usopp really just bodying Perona at this point. Mm-hmm. Just hilarious. And then Sanji makes his way to Nami, and then you see the fight between Brook and uh, Ryuma going on. And there's like four fights all going on at the same time because that's what Oda. One piece, yeah. I was just going to say, that's like literally Oda's thing. He's going to have all the fights at exactly the same time. So that's Oda. I mean, it is nice because you get to see like everything play out like roughly at the same time. Yeah, I don't mind it. Just the amount of jumps. Like ever since you mentioned it last week, AK, I just can't stop thinking about it. Like, no, Oda just it's jumps, so much. Like crazy. It actually it kind of really frustrates me. Yeah, I know, but, like, because he has to keep everything together, or, like, like time-wise, he has to put everything together, right. but it makes things really confusing, especially, like, I'm in Dressrosa right now, and he keeps, he's jumping back and forth a lot, a lot. Oh, God, that just gets worse. And yeah, it's hard to follow sometimes, because I can't remember who, what characters with who, and then sometimes, like... Frankie's with Luffy, and then all of a sudden he's with Zoro, not with Luffy anymore. No, it's, just, it's just confusing. But. I don't really have a hard time following it. I just kind of sometimes like forget what happened in the fight previous. Like, yeah. So like, if it cuts in the middle of a fight, I'll kind of forget what happened in that fight before it cuts back. Because mm-hmm. you'll get like a couple other ones. Yeah. So, so fight. Yeah. So right now, Brook and Ryum are fighting, and. Frankie and Zoro get there, and Zoro notices that Ryuma has one of, like, the special swords. You probably know what it's called, Noah. You know all the swords, don't you? Shisui? Or Shusui? Shusui, yeah. And uh, and then they defeat Ryuma, and they take take the, he takes the sword from him. Talk about a callback on Shusui and Ryuma. Goddamn. Mm, are, I'm assuming those don't last then oh you they just you get, cut, you get to learn more about them oh you get i yeah, know this is just the the start of the name drops for him yeah interesting i don't really know a ton about them so well or you like 200 more chapters you'll be there yeah i need yeah. to i need to figure my shit out and keep moving on that Girl, i'm so glad i caught up that shit is so hype absalom is gonna kiss or trying to kiss nami but then a strange ocean current is like coming and ors is moving the rudder and then absalom needs to order all the zombies to stop ors uh before he's gets the ship off course or whatever and yeah. he uses gum gum gatling but it doesn't work because it's not gum gum 
He's not made of rubber. He's just nope. a big boy. <laughs> and this is where Sanji finally gets to the wedding. So then Luffy gets to Moria here and says that Moria needs to return everyone's shadows and that he's going to kick his butt. And yeah. Moria says that he's not going to do anything because even if, even if he built, beats him up or kills him, the shadows won't go anywhere unless he orders them to do it. So then Luffy is going to use a gum gum pistol on him, but then it's blocked by Moria's shadow. And Moria's like kind of got a, a, a handle on Luffy here. Yeah, Moria actually kind of starts kicking Luffy's ass a little bit. Mm-hmm. So then it kind of ends with Luffy jumping into the freezer, and Moria thinks that Luffy is going to escape. Then Luffy launches a gum-gum stamp through the ledge, and it hits Moria on his butt. I mean, he was always saying he was going to kick his butt. Yeah, literally. True. There he went yeah. for it, you know? Literally. Bro, Luffy don't. Luffy doesn't lie, man. He Sticks to his motherfucking word. Not lie. So then we get the Sanji versus Absalom fight here. <laughs> I love this fight, actually. Because yeah, this fight was funny. We get him uh, fighting a little bit and using some uh, special power, or not powers, but like special moves and whatnot. And then Sanji says that he knows <laughs> what Absalom's devil fruit is. The like the invisible <laughs> invisible fruit. I don't know if yes. that's the name. <laughs> and the he's name. so disgusted with Absalom <laughs> because Sanji said that if he like he would never eat any devil fruit unless it was this one. Because then he could oh, peep in so on a woman. Funny. It's so funny. Of course it would be Sanji. Dude, <laughs> dude Sanji is actually just pissed. He is like absolutely irate pissed off that he got this double fruit and sanji didn't that's hilarious <laughs> well shane it doesn't really matter what oh sorry a little spoiler we're we're not gonna we're, we'll, we'll just keep moving Let's keep so moving. sanji kind of beats on absalom and then we get to see usopp fighting perona and perona's running away and threatens Usopp with uh, unrevealed powers and sending exploding ghosts on Usopp. But Usopp can't harm her because it's not actually her. He realizes that she's not actually there and she's just projecting her body there. Big brain, Usopp. Yeah. Big brain. Usopp. That is actually really smart for Perona to do, though. Cause, like, yeah, it is. There's no reason to be yeah. there if you don't have to be there. Right. He knows their real body's in a room, so he fires a giant shot at uh, the real Perona, but then misses, and Perona attacks with an exploding ghost, uh, but then goes back into her body, and uh, Usopp stores the explosion in the impact dial, coming back from, or the impact dial from Skype. The dials are so fucking OP. Usopp's stocked up on those dials, bro. Yeah, he is. Usopp knows that he's, like, he's got to be crafty. Yeah, because he's weak as fuck. Mm-hmm. And what the, with the shot that Usopp actually missed, it was actually, like, glue. And he glued her to the wall. <laughs> this is such a flex on Usopp's part, actually. <laughs> and then he shoots her with the, <laughs> with the glittering black star and then hits her with the fake 
a 10 ton hammer which is yep. just a balloon on an inflatable stick <laughs> and <damn>. then she <laughs> is she she wasn't even hurt but she was just so shocked like she's so scared bro, that she the 10-ton hammer comes for us all bro the te- it's the second appearance of the 10-ton hammer although i think the first one was four ton wasn't it in um alabasta when he smacked yeah, mr four, four five oh, something like that think of it. yeah the last one had was a frying pans though this one's just a like a balloon yeah perona passes the fuck out what a flex on usopp's part there dude just scared her ass into a fucking coma beast so then he's yeah. a terrifying being so one then, could call him a god yeah no kidding Oh, I love it, Shane. I love it. I, 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 <laughs> I, love I mean, it. I understand that uh, that because of the bounty, but yeah. But do you fully I, understand? I it? don't fully. I will in about by a hundred chapters, I think. Yeah, you're getting close, actually. So, uh, this is actually the point here that Zoro uh, defeats the Ryuma guy, but I kind of explained that before. Right, um, and then it's a good battle. Yeah, the shadow turn returns to Brook. And he takes the sword because it's a black sword. At the same time, Chopper and Robin are fighting Dr. Hogback, but are restrained by Jigoro and Inupi, who are two of the, I think they're general zombies. Mm, It's Zoro and uh, Sanji's. Oh, are those the two? Yep. Jigoro, Zoro, and... Inupe Sanji, so the little fucking dog penguin. penguin. And they start fighting each other, bro. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Uh, and then the, we have more of Chopper talking about how Hogback failed as a doctor and it's not a real doctor. And, Dude, uh, see, this part was supposed to be impactful and it wasn't at all. Yeah. Hogback just sucks. We get some expo. Here we get the background of Sindri. And. That he loved Sindri when she was alive, but mm-hmm. he proposed to her, but she's already engaged. And then she died, but then he was approached by Moria, who had him join his crew, and he made it so he could bring Sindri back with someone else's shadow. Yes, sir. And then, yeah, it, then is I don't think it it wasn't Sindri's actual personality that wanted the no the, the plates being broken no it was a different girl's it was a random girl's personality he didn't big brain about, move hogback you idiot hogback <laughs> is not even bringing back like the right person it's just the body yeah. with someone else's uh, personality he, like he stated he didn't care about the personality he was just yeah. in it for the body yeah. and i was like wow. all right true. that is true what a shallow man <laughs> can't say that i i don't see where you're coming from Man, dude just dude just Well with Sindri, yeah. I I don't know. Bro, Sindri's mad thick. She fucking <laughs> she <laughs> Shut up, bro. bro. Have you seen the stitches on that girl? Bro, I'm looking at a picture of Sindri right now. I'm just sitting here bricked up. Fucking mean. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I, I'm a... kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Joke. Keep it at least PG thirteen here. Alright, PG thirteen. Okay. Uh, but here Sindri starts crying when Hogback is giving her orders, and she says that she can't move her body. And then she gets her posture back, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but then is held back by Robin. 
and Chopper goes to Hogback and then uses a combined attack with Robin. With she uses like a feet technique instead of hands. Mm -hmm. What I'm so confused. What is the name of her devil fruit? Whose? Robin's. Oh, isn't it like the flower flower fruit? Oh, is it the flower flower fruit? I thought at first I thought it was like some hand hand fruit or something because it was only hands, but then. She started like growing feet and stuff, and I think it has something to do with flower. I don't know why, because she can blossom her blossom, body parts actually. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah, it is flower, flower fruit. I just looked it up. My One Piece knowledge is off the chart. Is. Damn, damn, ah. dude. All right, where are we at here? So, uh, with the combined attack, they go way up, and Chopper is gonna drop off Hogback for all the evil he's done. At that same time, Ors has been becoming more obedient since, like, the longer their 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 soul is in the new body, or not the soul, the shadows in the new body becomes more obedient. Luffy the... will never obey. No, and he's sent off by Moria to d wreak havoc across all of Thriller Bark and mm -hmm. defeat all the Straw Hats and put them on their ship and send them off so he can have all the Straw Hat people. Ors does rampage and. Then interrupts Choppy or Choppy Choppers and Robin's attack, and Hogback falls. They're engulfed with rocks, and he orders Sindri to free him, uh, telling her that the only good thing about her is her face. Yeah. And he, they're afraid that Ors, who's getting closer, is gonna crush him. But Sindri just turns just to him smart. and smiles. They left Hog back, and she was stepped on by oars. Yep. They just you, you, you. let him walk all over him. So then, oars versus the Straw Hats. Let's go, baby. So, Honestly, not that good of a fight. Nope, not really. Not really, no. Oars chases Usopp and Sanji. During this, Absalom steals Nami again. Mm. And the crews together... And Ors is standing in the courtyard and yelling at the Straw Hats to come out. And Frankie says that they have to take him down together. And Luffy is still running after Moria. And Nami is gone now. So it's not really all the crew. Oh, they are about well, to dot using the <laughs> Tactic 15, which is the best, best thing ever. But... Robin does not want to participate in the docking because it's embarrassing. This shit was fucking hilarious. I was memeing so hard. I was laughing so good. God damn it, bro. All right. So then don't they just try to hit kill ores and it doesn't nothing happens? Yeah, they try to throw the salt on them like individually, but that really doesn't work. And then Perona is wakes up and wonders how could so much destruction happen? And then ores smashes down a wall. And then she's like, okay, I got to get off of this place. And she's going to take the Thousand yeah. Sunny and dip. Because shit is going down. Shit is hitting the fucking fan, man. So then... That's quick. Back, yeah, back at the wedding ceremony, again, Nami wakes up and is about to be given a kiss by Absalom. But she beats his ass, man. No, Lola beats his ass. Lola beats his ass, Lola man. comes sorry, in out sorry. of nowhere. <laughs> Lola is going ham. And tries to help Nami escape because Nami's actually a guy, right? Nami and Lola, I ship them. No cap. Nami 
uh, is going to attack him with his climb attack and knocks him out. And thanks to all the damage that he originally took from Sanji when they were fighting, when Sanji was mad about the devil fruit stuff, and uh, leaves uh, Lola to marry Absalom, even though he's unconscious. But let's go. That ain't going to stop Lola. Hell no. <laughs> Lola Why would gets it? that shit. So then here's where we also get what, what you explained is the tactic 15. Yes, the tactic 15, man. And it's Frankie that's standing on Zoro and Sanji's shoulders and holding Usopp in his right hand and <laughs> Chopper on his head. But Robin doesn't want to do it because it's too embarrassing. Yeah. That's that's hilarious. Yeah, that was awesome. I love how ready the Straw Hats were at that. Like, all right, let's do it. And let's Robin's do it. Like, no. She's like, I could never bring myself to do that. It's too no, embarrassing. It's too much. <laughs> it's so, too much. So instead of like helping out, Nami is running into the treasure room. Um, and she finds that Perona already cleared out all the treasure. And she's back at the Thousand Sunny. Perona zombies have put all the food back on and all the treasures on. But then Kuma comes in. Another yes. one of the Seven Warlords shows up out of nowhere and now asking they got for Moria. Fucking two warlords two at this them. bitch, man. That's crazy. And I'll tell you what, one of them is way stronger than the other one. <laughs> way stronger. Wow. Kuma's like next level something. Yeah, so fucking then Kuma tells him that uh Blackbeard is gonna yeah, be a nice. warlord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crocodile's replacement. Yeah. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> and he said we can't lose another one to straw hat. Yeah. God damn it. Who's gonna tell him? Yeah, and then yeah. fucking Moria gets all pissed and well, is like, Kuma, just sit back and watch me do my thing. You forgot that on the on the dock, when Kuma is like just got there, she, he asked Perona if he works for Moria, and she said no. Is no and then I'm just he's leaving. like and oh, then he asked, "Where right. do you where do you want to go?" And she just and then he just makes her dis. He just like won't. God. Dude, that oh, that's that right. The first time we see that, just that. that was sick. Just At this zoom. point, I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" Like, I did not understand his devil fruit ability. Yeah, bro. At all at this point kuma is scary as fuck at this point man kuma is a wild mm-hmm. card he's still a wild card yes. he's, and he's one of my most yeah intriguing characters or like one oh, yeah. that interests me the most for sure oh yeah he's up there he's up there for sure we'll probably get some shit about him soon in the manga well just kidding i'll probably be like a year in real time but whatever <laughs> in the next like 10 chapters but mm-hmm. right a ways out so then uh, Zoro uses his 108-pound cannon on Ors, which is now significantly stronger because he's got that new sword. But Ors uh, dodged it for some reason. The fog is actually clearing on Thriller Bark. Oh, shit. Now and, it's a race because, for time. Because oh. Ors messed with the, with the sails, and they actually sent him out of the Florian Triangle. All right. Mad Ladors. Yes, so now all these people are just going to turn to dust. So then they got to... Don't they want try to find a shit ton of salt to get yep. rid of ores? Yep. They, yeah. 
they try to they go to the kitchen and mm-hmm. Usopp is saved by Brooke who already got all the salt and goat reveals that uh Brooke needed to drink some milk because I love that meme. He needs some calcium, bro. Got to fix his broken so bones cuz he got fucked up by Ryuma. Brooke is such a weird like <laughs> I don't understand yeah. how he works, but yeah, he does though. Cuz like his shit like cracks all the time. Yeah. But just gotta drink some milk. Mm-hmm. So wait, do we, do we, is this where we get him? Is this where we get that blue beast? Luffy is still lost in the forest, where he meets some of the other victims, who say that they can give him a power up to defeat Moria. So here is where we're gonna see him get uh, his big blue form. Let's go. They put those motherfucking shadows in his ass, man. Mm-hmm. So they take Luffy to the captain, who's Lola, who has, like, the same thing as Lola, the warthog, and is rejected for marriage 4,443 times. And the first thing she does is propose to Luffy. Mm-hmm. And Luffy says no. So it makes it one more. They say to Luffy that Morty is now like in a capsule inside of Aura's stomach which is really weird mm. and that only Luffy has the capability to beat Moria and that he has to beat Aura's first so they put a shadow inside of Luffy and that Luffy gains the power of that shadow yep. so then they stuff like a bunch of them in him a hundred shadows in him and he becomes Nightmare Luffy. Nightmare Big Blue and Jacked. Big Blue Luffy. What a man that guy is. Absolute savage. <laughs> so then the crew is fighting with oars and getting the upper hand. and The combo attack. For some reason, Moria can stretch the shadow of oars and now make him actually have gum gum powers. Which I did not like that part. Yeah, doesn't he just like dislocate his bones and his skin stretches kind of? Yeah, it's really weird. I don't like yeah. that. Whatever, fuck it. Yeah, so they get the new combo move on Oars and put him off balance, and then Zoro lands lands a blow on Oars, mm-hmm. and Oars takes out Brook with the gum gum axe, and then because he can actually use his gum gum abilities, mm-hmm. and then Moria uses his power to steal Robin's shadow through oars and she passes out and then loses her grip on her attack and then sanji uses his diable jambe which the first time we got that was in was that in any lobby yep he does that just in time to deflect the bazooka attack the gum gum bazooka and then chopper finds that oars's cause of death was freezing and that was his weak point. His yeah, weak like, spine. His, his what? That was his weak. His spine is weak because he froze to death or some oh, shit. I don't know. So uh, he's some part of his body is weak because he froze to death. Whatever. He lands enough hits so only three of the eight crew members are still, still, still standing. Yep. So, Zoro is able to create an opening for Usopp to launch salt into Orz's mouth. But then gets KO'd. Yeah, uh, he gets fucked up. And instead of Luffy's shadow coming out, Morio's 
or like throws the salt back at Usopp mm-hmm. uh, using his shadow. And then Morio wants Ors to stomp Nami and Usopp, but then Luffy coming with his jacked ass is gonna Nightmare save the Luffy day. Nightmare Luffy comes in. What a battle with Nightmare Luffy! I love Nightmare yeah. Luffy. Yeah, they go toe to toe. Yeah, they do. They have a pretty good fight there. Yeah, they do. Ors hits him with a gum gum pistol, then with a gum gum storm, and the shadows all then leave, and. They're- they're Luffy's... all about to get fucked. Luffy passes out and everyone's like down. Uh, at exactly. this point, you're you're thinking Ors and Gekumorio's done. Yeah. Like... Ors and Gekumorio are both done, but Luffy also passes out. The sun is going to come up. I can't remember. How does it work with the shadows coming out? So Luffy passes out and like they think Moria and fucking Ors are done, but then they're actually not. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, because Ors gets then, back up. Right, they all get back up, and they're all beaten and bruised and messed up, and then they do a kind of a combo attack. Because, like, yeah, they do a combo attack or whatever. Robin, like, she, like, does something where Ors can't move. And then Luffy does a fucking gear gum, three. Gum giant bazooka. Yeah. And hits Ors' spine. Breaks that fucking shit. Yeah, so that is the end of the victory, or the end of the fight, and then... Oars, the... at least. At Oars, at yeah. least, yeah. Uh, and then Moria starts fucking coming yeah. out of the Oars' of... body and sucks up all the shadows. But that shit don't matter. No, not at all. Luffy fucking bodies yeah, He ass. just turns into a, a giant, deformed version of himself with all the... Everyone's shadows in him, basically. Mm-hmm. And then Luffy uses a second gear... And defeats Moria in his new form. Gotta punch him in the gut. Yeah. Yeah. He puked knocked up all, all the, the fucking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he puked up all the freaking uh, shadows right before the light comes up and. Everyone is saved. Everyone is saved. Yeah. Save the Woo! day. Woo! Good job, Luffy. Yes. They're mm-hmm. all. They're Just all what's partying. Next. The Sleeping. last second save. And then, the once Tyrant strikes, dude. Literally, this is so fucked up because they won the battle, this crazy battle, and then all of a sudden, fucking Kuma comes and just starts wreaking goddamn uh, havoc with this fucking pop, love pop because root, bro. Mo- most people don't even know that Kuma's there except for Nami. And Nami's like, oh fuck, I forgot to tell him. Dude, he's literally just toying with them all. And everybody's, can... like, down for the count at this point, yeah. too. Like, Luffy right. cannot fight. Like, no. that, those souls took a toll on his body. Or not, I right. call them souls, shadows. They try to attack him. He just bounces their attacks off. He's shooting fucking high-pressured air and just fucking shit up. And then he just releases that shockwave that just <sighs> decimates the island. He is <sighs> so Kuma. OP at this point. Kuma. Yeah. Dude, I just love this next scene coming up is amazing. So after mm-hmm. he releases the, <laughs> the shockwave that puts everyone down, mm-hmm. there's just fucking Kuma standing about to take Luffy's head. And then Zoro comes up all fucked up and battered and tries to cut him down. But then we figure out Kuma is like a cyborg, mm-hmm. like a super cyborg. Pacifista. Yeah. And Kuma's really there just to get Luffy. Yeah. Yeah. Just to take Luffy's head. But then right. they they don't allow that. 
Nah, so yeah, Kuma's Zoro... like, y'all can live. I'm just here for Luffy. Mm-hmm. Right. So Zoro yeah. Zoro stops him and saying that he's gonna be the pirate king and take his head instead. But then mm-hmm. Sanji comes in and says that he needs or like that to take Sanji's head instead. But yep. then Zoro knocks yeah, out Sanji. Knocks yeah, so Zoro's like they're standing next to him and like I don't know, Kuma's like starts to like kind of think like all right i'll just take sanji's head but then zoro knocks his ass out like a savage yep and then sanji like falls down and is looking at him like you bastard oh love this part man so good this is my favorite part in all one piece yep and then he's like he's gonna he just yeah he's inspired kind of or he says he's inspired he's going to give Zoro, all the pain that Luffy went through. Yeah. With he his paw paw fruit ability. He says, I'll take your life instead of Luffy's, but I'll make you experience hell first. And then pushes out all of the pain that was in <laughs> Luffy's body. And then there's this huge, like, 15 by 15 bubble. And Kuma just gives him, like, a three inch by three inch little part of it. And yeah. it just wrecks Zoro. This is Rex like your him. favorite part, isn't it? Like, yes, pretty much in all of One Piece. Mine as well. Yes, and like this little tiny bubble. This is like a this is like a one hundredth of the bubble, and it like Zoro's coughing up blood. He falls. Oh to yeah, his hands and knees. Enough pain. to kill a normal man. So now Zoro realizes, like, fuck, I'm gonna die, and I don't want to die. And like around the pirates, like I don't want everyone to see like me dead. So he walks away from everyone. And Kuma agrees. And then there's this big bubble of pain just sitting there. And Zoro just walks up to it, no hesitation. Fucking dives into the bubble. Oh! So savage, bro. <laughs> so savage, bro. And this is kind of where I was talking about at the beginning or, uh, of the episode about how this is where the fact that Zoro like, survives that and making parallels between how strong Luffy and Zoro are at the, at this point. Well, Zoro just took the beating from Kuma and Ors and Luffy's beating and then from Kuma takes and it Ors. again. Takes them both, bro, like a savage. Oh. Yeah. And then you get uh you see people finally wake up and Sanji finds Zoro and Zoro he asks Zoro what happened and Zoro just states Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Even though it's like literal blood. It's just all blood. What what happened? Nothing happened. God. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Zoro. What a mad lad. Absolute gangster. Some savagery going on right there. What a dude. He's really the he's really the Loki captain. I don't care what anyone says. I mean, he runs shit, that's for sure. Luffy's gonna be the pirate king, though. Right? Bro, Zoro just wants to fight Mihawk again. That's all he wants. True. Big truth. Alright, so now this... Now everything is actually done. Yeah. Unlike the fake ending before we got Kuma. Right, but we get a little snippet. Yeah, we learn that... We learn from... uh, Hogback and Absalom and Mori after they escape that Ace is in impel down. Yeah. 
Ruh-roh. Ruh-roh. But don't we also get um, Kuma calling Dragon and saying, am I tripping? Am I, tripping I, I don't think he actually called him, but I know that he, he talks about how, like, okay. he says, Dragon, yeah. your son found, like, a good crew or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. All right. Whatever. They're done with all that shit. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of okay. this fucking backstory. Yes. This is where we get the Brooks backstory. And he... Oh, wow. Luffy tells Brooke that he met Laboon at Reverse Mountain. And then Brooke breaks down and starts crying. Yep. Thinking that... Big he just He knew that Laboon was going to be waiting for him. Mm-hmm. And then we get with the with the Rumbar Pirates in the West Blue. Fifty years ago, the Rumbar Pirates found a baby whale that was straight away from its pod of whales. Is that what it's actually called? Is a pod? I'm not sure. It's a solid but question. Yeah, because the Rumbar Pirates are a musical pirate group, yep. and the whale Laboon would follow them because they play music. Their music. Yep. Uh huh. And they followed followed him for a long time, for months. Yep. And then mm-hmm. they left him at, or they said that they were gonna leave him at Twin Capes. Yep. Because it's too dangerous. And here, dangerous. some of the crew fell ill during mm-hmm. that time, and the doctor can't cure anything or can't do anything about it. Right. Um, when they were at the reverse mountain, though, we see... Is this where we find out that... um, What's his, that medic guy? That, yeah. That he was part of... Is this when we find out that he was part of uh, Goldie Rogers? I think... Uh, I don't... Okay, this was... So, this was prior to when he was on Goldie Rogers' crew. Oh, this was before Brooke, that. Brooke is older than Goldie Roger. Yeah. I remember when I first read that, I thought the timeline of one way different. I thought mm-hmm. like Goldie Roger existed like 150, 200 years ago. Like this is a, a myth type thing. No, this man existed like two decades ago. Yeah. Well, and Brooks, was running shit. Yeah. Brooke states something like I remember an up and comer named Goldie Roger out of the East Blue. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. This threw that initial timeline out of my head. I was like, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, yeah, then since they're all falling ill and they're dying after they left Laboon back at the Reverse Mountain, uh, they're, bad, they're playing. It's like, a, I mean, I'm assuming it's not everyone like falls one after the other, but he's just like playing a song yeah. and they're all singing. And then he's the only one left. From and that quartet to the trio yeah and he records the the song and stores it in his skull actually yeah in his skull yeah yeah. because he got it with on a tone dial dude that scene was so fucking brutal that scene it was so sad oh that ripped me apart god they're just making this one last final song so that brooke can show it to laboon once they get back and they're just dying one after oh my god and and so. imagine being Brooke there. Like, you know you have the revive, revive fruit. Granted, you yeah. don't know if that's no, going to work. He didn't really. He just thought the fruit did nothing, didn't he? And it, it just, like, made him so he couldn't swim. He didn't know what it was until he came At back. that time, yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. 
I was thinking that he did know, and that would have been really fucked up then if he just had to sit there, wait around for his friends to die. No, he didn't know what oh. his, what fruit he had because yeah. he was now wandering that you for that, you're right, yeah. Like just his soul was wandering for like fifty years or something. Yeah. For a long time and then he I finally found his body. Now, yeah. And that's why he's a skeleton. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. <laughs> he could not find his body, so it just rotted and decomposed, and then when he found it, just But the hair still there. Yep. The hair the is there no matter what, dude. And God damn it. Yeah, when we find out that Brooke actually has a bounty and he's a, known a as, fairly high yeah, bounty. Yeah, 33 well. million barrels. Well, he took over as uh captain after the mm-hmm. after yeah. the original captain died. Yep. Yep. So he was the captain of the Rumbar Pirates for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he says that he's going to pledge his life to Luffy and they're going to go around and they're going to meet Laboon. Bro, I that's gonna- can't wait for coming up because i feel like it will be there oda will put it there who does so okay brooke saw zoro's sacrifice who did he tell sanji i think i think he told sanji and robin over her i know robin heard it yeah yeah so then God damn. while they're making graves for brooke's uh crew and they're burying yubashiri the one at lola who is now in her normal body and not in her warthog body or whatever, uh, gives Nami like a piece of paper of her mother's V-Ray card, which her mother is Big Mom. Yeah, that's right. And that they should find her in the new world if they ever get into trouble with that V-Ray card. But yeah. Until yeah. Fishman Island. Yeah, you should do that, definitely. Problems happen. Uh, <laughs> so then Luffy remembers that about the V-Ray card that Ace gave him. Mm. And it's small. It's not yeah. what it used to be. And Lola explains, like, when the V-Ray card is like that, that means the person is dying and that their life mm-hmm. is in danger. So even though Luffy is, like, concerned, he says... Ace like can handle whatever he can't like it's Ace. He can he can handle himself. Yep. And honestly, Ace way stronger than Luffy anyways, or he should be with that Logia. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely is at this point in the story, way stronger. Yeah, for sure. So then they can continue out of their journey and follow their log pose towards Fishman Island. Fishman Island. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So from this point, we probably didn't get Fishman Island till like five years later. No, like yeah, because because <laughs> yeah. this is they definitely don't go to Fishman Island. Fuck no! I thought close. I like what is when I was reading through it the first, or like I guess I've only read through it one time, so I can't say the first time. But I thought that we were gonna get Fishman Island after this. Yeah, and boy, did we not get Fishman Island after this? Not even close. See, I knew I knew that time skip was coming up, and this was the part that I was just like grinding through just so I could get to the time skip and take a break. And then Thriller Bark came up, and I was like, wait a second, what is this? <laughs> and then another arc comes up, and I'm like, wait a second, what wait is a this? Second. What is this? Just hit so the, the story just kept giving. I 
couldn't put it down. Bro, this streak of uh, streak of arcs here though is pretty fire. So, so fire. Because then you hit us with Sabiote Archipelago, Amazon Lily, Impel Down, Marine Ford. Oh my gosh, they're all heaters. What a stretch. Absolute crazy stretch coming up. All right, mm-hmm. though. What do we think of Thriller Bark in ratings? 8.1. Oh, that hurts. Oof, you only 8.1? 8.25. 8.25. You hurt me. Dude, I love okay. Thriller Bark. I love all One Piece arcs. 8.25. Good for comedy. Couple lacking moments. Makes up because it has my favorite part in the whole series. Bro, it, it, it deserves more than that. I'm giving was... it a 9.3. Oh, shit. I, I was going to go like right in the middle there with an 8.5. Because, like Noah said, great memes. But I hated Gecko Moria's design. I didn't yeah. like Hogback. I mean, like the, there was just yeah. there was just too much of this arc, like from the the opposing side standpoint, that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Put it higher. The thing about that though is that I guess I don't really like any straight villains in One Piece. So like, I I never rank my arcs off of the villains in One Piece because I don't like any of them. Yeah, fair, fair enough. So I mean, I mean, I I really liked. Like, I mean, yeah, Anel the design. Yeah, no, it wasn't terrible, but no, I liked it. I just I like the upcoming arcs all more besides Amazon. Uh, I to I be, like Amazon. Even but... though I say Thriller Bark is my favorite arc, I do think the my probably my highest rated arc will be Marine Ford. Yeah, dude, they're all all huh? these ones coming up are so good. It's hard for me. My personal favorite out of the ones coming up. Dude, I really like Impel Down, to be honest. I got a Impel lot of Down enjoyment. Is yeah. Is does Impel Down technically come before or after Marine Ford? Uh, it's before. before. Like is Okay, okay. I I was We just got Marine a reintroduction to so many characters that I wasn't expecting to in Impel Down. A great well, arc overall. Really funny, a lot of good moments. I love it. Pushing the zombie back into the ground. I can't get over that. That though. is the best moment. <laughs> In all of One Piece, <laughs> bro, shove him back in there. That's hilarious. Great. It's so great. Well, I think we've made it two hours into this recording, and we've covered all of Thriller Bark, so. Another good time. Thank you for the offer yeah. again, gentlemen. The single, anytime, anytime. the single story arc saga is, is done. All Got a new crewmate, though. We did get a new crewmate. Brooks joins the crew. Thanks for watching, guys. It's been real. Till next time.